another episode of the Tenor Tamp Podcast. I am Triforce Todd. Join me today is Wario Will. It's the middle of June, everybody, and we're done with Summer Games Fest. Yeah, we're heading to July right now, and these announcements. Yep, if you haven't checked it out, please check out the Spectator Mode Podcast, as me and Scott has also take part with our big boss, uh, King Cooper Keith. So by all means, definitely look into the Spectator Podcast. Cross-promotion. Sure, I'll allow it. <laughs> Come on, it's, our, it's the boss's side. We gotta do something about that. Okay, we also do that with spectator mode for NEP. <laughs> oh, then that that's warranted. <laughs> that's that's almost a requirement. Okay, the other way around, not so much. <laughs> anyway, also here, as you could hear, also here, as you could hear, I like that, uh, is, of course, Skulkit Scott. Hello, I'm just needing to make sure that I have enough shorts for the season. So wait, you're saying you're short on shorts? Yes. Short shorts. Yeah, I, was about, I, was about, I was about to make a short shorts joke. I really was. Damn. Like, do you wear short shorts, Scott? Or are you Some short days. on a short shorts, Scott? <laughs> Definitely short on short shorts. <laughs> <laughs> but and is, and is there shorts in a short shorts, Scott? Oh, that's hard. <laughs> shorts, shorts in a short shorts. Shorts in a shorts short is too Scott. big for the shorts. No. The, the shorts? shorts. <laughs> Give it to us by yogurt. Yogurt the wise. <laughs> And joining, uh, I know I was, I was going to make a bar follow me joke, but let's stop with the space balls. Uh, that's, a, that's the actual name. Look it up. And also here, probably secretly laughing to herself, is Falcon Five. Hi. And I am not short on short shorts. That's good. Yeah, but the question is, don't you already look short in your short shorts? Yeah, so they're normal size shorts, but they're actually short shorts. <laughs> Yeah. So, so because she's short, her short shorts don't look short on her. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> she is all these shorts. I... Yeah. And we're just getting started, ladies and gentlemen. This is just the start of the show. Are we sure not the short entertainment podcast? <laughs> SCP. Sep. Uh, but yeah, we, we're going to have a little... Have a, Kind of a fun, kind of a fun show. We always have a fun show. I, because I'm the host, and I say our show is fun. You're welcome. But yes, we have. A, we're gonna have a fun show for you tonight. But we'll start off with what have you been playing? And I'm gonna go first because, ladies and gentlemen, it is official. I have beaten the main storyline in Tears of the Kingdom. Worship me, bask in my glory. Clap, 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 clap. Faith, acknowledge me. Yay! <laughs> and I have to deal with this every day. Anyway, but yes, after I and I checked it, it's close to eighty hours uh, of questing right. and everything. I just decided, you know what? Screw it. Let's just go and go beat Ganondorf. Yeah, I, that was literally. I was like, you know what? Let's just let's just go do it. Let's just go do it. You know, I've got enough hearts. I had like how many did I have? Like almost twenty hearts, I think. Getting close. Like I, I, they said I had done over like a hundred shrines or something like that. Maybe I don't remember now. It's a good amount. That was a good. Um, no, it, it was. I mean, it was seventy. Who knows anymore? Uh, they, <laughs> they they only show it on like that one screen where it's like you had this stuff and this stuff and this stuff. I'm like, okay. But, now, is it like Kingdom Hearts where you get to the end and it shows you your stats and that's it? Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. But yes, I just decided like, okay, I'm just gonna go beat the game. So I did. And I will say that it was act- it was definitely more satisfying than a Breath of the Wild because if you recall we we the final boss fight was just not worth it really. Like, no, oh, it, it was the weakest part of Breath of the Wild. Indeed, mm-hmm. indeed. 
So actually, the we weapons breaking and the lightning and the rain. <laughs> but but still, that was that was a close fourth. You know, it ended on it, after all of that. It you know it, it kind of just like oh, they even, she even says oh Link he's forsaking his human form and going straight to his beast form. Like, but that's the point. We want to see Ganondorf, which granted we got to see him now, but you know do better Nintendo. <laughs> but yes, it was uh and and the ending scenes with Ganondorf were really cool. Uh, I won't spoil too much, but we get either it is a multi-phase boss fight. All right. Ooh. Good, 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 good to know, good to know. Yeah. And it does it, it does end in some really cool fashions. Again, I won't spoil <clears throat> too much. But ironically, to piggyback on something you said, Scott, uh, there is a very Kingdom Hearts moment in the ending. Like, Ooh. I won't spoil it, but there is a serious moment where I'm like, this is like so Kingdom Hearts, like. <laughs> Nintendo was like, "Hey, Square Enix, we put swords. You put, we put swords in Smash Bros. Can we like steal this for Kingdom Hearts? It, it, it kind of feels appropriate." Anyway, Link just shouts out, "My friends are my power." <laughs> did you, did you see a spoiler? Uh, no, that's just my assumption. Oh, uh, then disregard what I said. Sorry. <laughs> I know how it all ends. Yeah, she knows I'm calling. I'm just saying, Link doesn't talk. Okay, but man, <laughs> would it have been interesting? It's close enough. No, it's... Yeah, but no, there, there is a very Kingdom Hearts moment. It was really cool. But uh, I, but this leads me to my big one of my biggest things is that how did people beat this in 90 minutes? Mm. All right, I got lucky in the boss fight that I accidentally activated Flurry Rush. I forgot Flurry Rush was a thing. <laughs> you forgot Flurry Rush. Yeah, you learn it. I mean, early. if you don't use it, it's it's pretty easy to forget. <laughs> exactly. I I you learn it like in the beginning parts of the game via the one of the early temples, and then <laughs> you, because of all the weapons you, you use, sometimes I don't think about defense, and you only do flurry rush if you dodge at the right time which i honestly rarely ever dodged i just usually would take the damage or not get hit at all i don't <laughs> need to get hit i don't need the flurry rush until yeah, the final plenty boss of fight. apples who needs to dodge <laughs> exactly <laughs> unlimited apple works yeah I got, I got i got apples i got bananas oh my god i had so many bananas uh thanks you clam and, <laughs> and, and mysterious island on the on the southeastern side of hyrule um but yeah it, it, i don't know how they did it because remember if they went a, they did a speed run. They only have three hearts. They don't have any of the main armors. They only and they only have at best a few food items. So that means they had to do like a perfect run of not getting hit at all. And this is this is a small spoiler. In the final boss fight with Ganondorf, you take gloom damage like out the wazoo. And so if you're getting hit like even once, which sometimes you get hit like accidentally because of the terrain you're in, you're losing hearts. So how is it these people? beat Ganondorf with three hearts in like 90 minutes. Not to mention just getting there, which is its own struggle. I, I, I don't know. And, and as Faith can attest to you, getting off the island is no easy feat. <laughs> it is not. It is very difficult, and you are justified for struggling. J justified, you say? Yes. <laughs> just justified for struggling. Okay, then. Justified. Justified. Yes. Yes. Justified. That's another Kingdom Hearts moment. Yeah. Struggle. Struggle. <laughs> But yeah, it was it was good to finally it was good to finally be done. I will say I did have arguably one of my most frustrating moments before I decided to do the end game because I was trying to do this Gerudo quest and I and I needed uh, it was called Pride of the Seven and I needed to get a certain amount of items and I had most of them except for a Gerudo scimitar. So I'm like, okay, I knew I had one before, but that was because of the quest. And so I'm like, let me where can I get another one? And all these guides said, go to this cave. The scimitar is there. 
and it wasn't there. And then it's like, okay, we'll go to this enemy encampment. The one of them is using a Gerudo Cemetery, and it wasn't there. So I was like wasting hours just trying to find this bloody blade Jeez. just so I could have this one weapon to potentially use against Ganondorf because all I was thinking about was, oh, yeah, the Master Sword ain't going to last during the final boss fight. Spoiler alert, it lasts the whole boss fight. <laughs> oh. You don't need it. You you only need the weapons for the lead-up. Once you battle Ganon, the sword like activates it. I was like, oh, now you're an infinitely energized. <laughs> now, you're infinite. now you're the real master sword. It's so annoying. Like I, I, I maintain my 4.5 rating, and that's this is one of the reasons, because the master sword should not, quote, run out of energy. It's the master sword. Like, and there's a long quest to get it. Like, it's a process to get the Bloody Master Sword. And yes, it's technically a cheat code once you get it, but that's the point. You need to do a lot to get it. So let them have the dang cheat code. <laughs> ah! Yeah, also, as a friend of mine, Camus Kamalari pointed out, if you do certain quests, I wouldn't say out of order, but in a certain order, you technically know where Zelda is, what happened to her, and so on, and then you go to a certain cutscene, and Pura's like, I wish we knew what happened to Princess Zelda, <laughs> and, Link's, and Link, of course, is quiet. And it's just like, um, Link? We, we just saw the you. tear for that. No. <laughs> yeah, we literally, that's exactly it. We literally just saw the tear for that. We know where Zelda is. Why don't you say anything? But we don't say anything until, like, after a bunch of other quests, and then we say, holy crap, that's what happened to Zelda? Oh my gosh, how could we not know that? Because how do you tell, tell us you before, Link? I yeah. mean, the fact that we tell Infa before, yeah, Pura. Yeah, it's it's like, come on, like, and I know, and that's why I really don't want this, like, the memory system in the next Zelda game, because it, it kind of breaks the, I don't want to say symmetry, but like, the um, what's a good phrase? It kind of breaks the flow. Flow. There you go. Thank you, Will. Yeah, the, the flow of it, because I'm like, I just went through this. I know what happened to Zelda, but I'm acting dumb in front of like Pura and my sage friends. Like, hello. <laughs> You don't think I would tell you the moment I knew? Like, my God. Yeah, that's like I can easily see. Like, again, I got the Master Sword before doing any of the main main temples. So like, oh, I have to do uh, Zelda. Uh, yeah, about that. Yeah, about that. Uh, finally, uh, and, uh, and I didn't, I didn't really think about this until I was done with the game and a certain uh, ending cutscene. Yeah, and yes, there is a post credits cutscene. Um, yeah, it's when Iron Man shows up. And it's like, Link! <gasps> like, Link, I want to invite you into the Avengers Initiative. And Link goes, ah, ah! <laughs> Yeah. But, we uh, want this gremlin to be in the Avengers. Yeah. It's like, but but what can he do? He has a sword. It it works only half the time. But when it does work, it's awesome. You know? <laughs> I'm sure it'll kill Thanos. <laughs> he can it kind of sounds like almost money. half the Avengers, though. Yeah. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Anyway. Uh, the thing I realized is that you could argue that the last two games, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, really emphasized the title, The Legend of Zelda. Because the bad joke is that, <laughs> and I mean that because the joke is that it's never really about Zelda. It's Link. It's Link's adventure in Hyrule, in Termina, on the high seas, on the Phantom Tracks, and or Phantom Hourglass, and on Spirit Tracks, and so on and so forth. But with these last two games, led Zelda is the one who has a legend because she does the various things to save Hyrule, to help Link, to stop Ganon and Ganondorf in all sorts of ways. And they even acknowledge that loosely via an extension of the opening scene. And my gosh, Scott, I can hear you through your microphone. Shut up! <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, but it's just like phasing in and out. Stop it! 
I am monologuing. Anyway, I'm so, letting you monologue. Uh huh. <laughs> but they have this thing that the in the ending scene where if you clear some stuff away, you actually see this tribute of sorts to the Legend of Zelda, and I'm like, oh. This really was her legend. Like, this is why she is a legend, and I love it. But now we need the extension of that. We need to have her be playable, <laughs> all right? And beyond, like, a Warriors setting, which was awesome, but still. So, Nintendo, next time, Link Zelda co-op, all right? Make it make it happen. More yes, Zelda, please. Or Zelda-focused quests slash temples. Like, come on, let's, let's alternate. <laughs> Do, like, a Marvel Spider-Man 2 where you can play as Peter and Miles, but instead be Link and Zelda. Like, yes, please. So, we yeah. don't want that to be limited to the freaking CDI <laughs> <laughs> or the Warriors titles. <laughs> that too. That too. So yeah, really happy I got done. It's actually uh, now it's just like, okay, I'm done. Do I go back to quest lines? Do I try to do something else? Do I go play another game? So I'm into this weird limbo because this has been like a month of my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay, now we end. What? Now it's just the emptiness and darkness of the void. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. But hey, now you got time to actually do a future redeemed. <laughs> oh yeah, I gotta do that next. Yeah, see, so I guess I, I do have something to do. All right, thank you for. I, I it's sad that you have to keep reminding me of that. Will I really? <laughs> You're the Xenoblade guy, so I'm surprised you didn't. I've been busy, Will. <laughs> I've been busy. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, go play the game if you haven't already. It's really incredible. The ending is so worth it. And I don't know if we're gonna get a third game in this line, or they're gonna do a new take but either way this was totally worth it it was a lot of fun and i know there is so much i still haven't touched it's literally that expansive all right faith i'm sure you want to talk about dizzy dreamlight valley or something like that so go ahead okay so i have a special announcement i've been playing dizzy dreamlight valley i know that it's shocking yeah I'm shocked shocked well yeah not that shocked yeah, I know. It's so shocking. Um, and so today they did something really cool that I was messing with. They added tool skins. So, like, you know, like when you play, like, Call of Duty or Fortnite or whatever, you can, like, put skins on, like, your guns and stuff. You can do that with, like, your tools now. And to me, that's so cool. But they're so expensive. I had to spend $21 <laughs> oh, to no. get just five skins for each of the five weapons. Well, Gundam I mean, paid for cosmetics. Babe. I know. But I, I, I bought those, and I'm really happy now. And then um, I got this. I don't really know what it's called. I don't remember what it's called. But it looks like Maleficent's Castle. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks like that. And I can turn my house into that now. And I can live, like, in a dark, spooky castle. Because that's totally a sane and rational place to live in. Sure. Let's go with that. Yeah. It'll be a homie. Right. Right. Um, and then you know, I actually saw this funny TikTok today. Um, because basically everybody is outraged about the prices that everything cost. Because, for example, to get two of the main items that they added, which is the skin tools, and I mean the yeah, the tools for the yeah, those. Um, or you can get an outfit for Scrooge McDuck, and it's like a summer outfit. So he's wearing like a tank top and some short 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 shorts. And some sunglasses and stuff. And to get both of them, it's going to be like 40 something dollars, <laughs> basically. And so everybody's like outraged about it. And today I saw this TikTok and I just think it's hilarious because somebody was like, 
why is everything so expensive? And they were like, it's going to cost me like five, I mean, not five, like 10 to $20 to get Scrooge McDuck a summer tank top when he works inside of a conditioned store. And they're like, I don't even spend that much on my own shirts. And it was just hilarious. <laughs> sure, but yeah, yeah. That, that's basically all I've been playing. Ah, so. I mean, I, if anything else, I think that he's taking uh, cues from Blizzard and Activision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I I know what you're talking about with the Overwatch 2 thing, and it's like, they just had a win with Diablo 4, and then they dropped this crap. Like, really? <laughs> I mean, the, the fact that full games, I mean, the live service, as many people like to call it, and just like, just really just nickling and diming yeah unless if it's unless something that you really want like with with disney and faith or me and, and fan service it's just like it is yeah it is quite the mistress of anything else but yeah it is quite an evil practice mm -mm. If, if you didn't catch that folks will has officially confirmed that fan service is his mistress <laughs> will really <laughs> likes that mistress i'm just saying okay Hey, at least RNG guy has been kind to me, unlike someone here. <laughs> oh, okay. I apologize. I do need to talk about that really quick. So uh -oh, RNG wasn't that kind to you this time around? No. Okay. It was too kind in the worst way. Oh. So, ah. Sorry. So there was a new banner on Faye. And what was the game, Will? Like, what was the main foot? Was it a uh, Blazing Sword, Binding Blade? Um. Yeah, I know one with us. Uh, uh, Whatever. Hadier. Yeah, Hadier. Yeah, so... We, so I'm playing, so I'm, I'm doing the, my usual thing. I got like, you know, 800 some odd orbs and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's just get however many I can. So I start summoning and instantly or near instantly I get a character. I'm like, great. And then I get another character and I'm like, great. And then I get a copy of the first character. I'm like, okay, you know, that happens. Like, ah, ha, 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 ha. And then I keep summoning her. Dorothy. Oh, I summoned Dorothy <clears throat> in five and four star forms over the course of a, a standard 40 summon almost 10 times. The odds of that. Wow. I know. And here's the best. Here's the worst part. I summoned her at one point back to back. Literally. I had so many Dorothy's. It was wrong. <laughs> now, and, and to be fair, I also got Noah, and then I used my free summon to get uh, Hyor, or however you say her name, Hior. But it's just like Rebecca kept getting, or Dorothy kept getting summoned. I kept getting her. It, she wouldn't go away. So I have like a Dorothy plus five right now because of how many times I summoned her. And I actually got rid of some of them just because I wasn't going to level her up more. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> that's a bad kind of RNG Jesus, Will. <laughs> yeah, that's the road. The road to Gamba. You live by the Gamba. You die by the Gamba. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Well, how about you? Uh, as at the moment right now, it, it has been generally like I have been continuing on my grind trail of Splatoon three, and uh, yeah, as a, yeah, that's actually a thing because um, this past weekend was indeed the big run for for the new uh stages, and yeah. <laughs> The fact that these players are getting much more skilled is getting scary because, like, the first the first two um, big runs weren't too bad. I mean, thankfully that. But the fact that the top five percent is a hundred and fifty golden eggs, and I just barely crossed that point with one hundred fifty two, is Dang. like, <laughs> jeez. I know Splatoon three players are sweaty, but jeez, they they. they 
they are sweaty. They are sweaty players. <laughs> so yeah, but I managed to give me up to the top five percent. So thankfully for that. And now just continuing on with my trust <laughs> the catalog. And right now I'm just at level at point thirty off the catalog. So a little bit ways off. A little bit ways off. Of course, and actually come, going back to Fall Guys because now we have the second part of the Fame Pass when, yeah, Lara Croft will be starring as a skin as well as some other things. So not as great as the first one like with Hello Kitty, but eh, make do, make do. And uh, see, if any of us, yes, of course, and actually continuing on with uh, uh, Tears of the Kingdom. And I did finish the Wind Tempo. So right now I'm actually, I just did the, like, um, Todd, you, you know about like the, that one side quest regarding to like fighting all the, the, the Zorg lifts, those like the lotus uh uh floating islands, and sometimes they drop. I'm not sure you un- un- unlocked that quest. Um, thinking about what was the name of it? Like basically, you have to take a picture of these uh loaded the the Hylian uh, scripts on your on your camera and then show it to someone oh! in Kakariko. Yeah, yeah, I I I got that one like really late, and I I found the scripts earlier, but I didn't know to take pictures of them. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one I just actually, uh, just finished up that one, and wow. the war is not really worth it. It's just it's just a new paraglider design, so not really a worthwhile See? design. So and, and I and I add that to my minus five point five deduction because like some of these very long quests just don't seem worth it. Oh, I got a new paraglider skin. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I, I it's like all the work that you do is like yeah okay I'm doing it. like oh this is big quest oh great great I can't wait what's the reward that's it. <laughs> Just reminds me of like when you do all those extras too, and you get all the way for this big treasure chest in the middle of nowhere, and it turns out to be like a rock. <laughs> I got a rock. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, like... agate, but just a rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. And yeah, unfortunately, un- uh, Tears of Kingdom does kind of continue that kind of tradition. Like you do so much great work, and you get is like this. It reminds me of that feather quest from Assassin's Creed Two, and you just like get that one thing. If you know, if players know, if you know what I'm talking about, then you know. But yeah, I uh, just finished up that quest and now just continuing my trek alongside Final Shrines. And uh, yeah, apparently as well on Twitter as well, Pseudo51 actually finished up all, all his shrines. So that's a little uh, uh, current of it right there. But um, aside from that, um, yeah, just not, nothing really major. Again, we got so many games. I know a lot of people is getting ready for Final Fantasy 16. I wish I have a PS5, but I don't. But yeah, One at day. the moment. At the moment, right now, we're just full on games right now. So, overall, I'm happy with Tears of the Kingdom. I'm happy with Splatoon 3 and with other things. So, I'm at the moment, I'm full right now. I'm full. I just loved how, how in the beginning it was like, oh, yeah, but I was able to maintain my top 5% in, in Splatoon 3. You know, I, I was uh, surprisingly, I was like very lucky. I found some people actually are serious about getting the eggs because, like, you, you will notice, like, I'm like, yeah, if you notice players on Splatoon 3 and, and Big Run. Big ones like there'll be those like one you can tell oh that's a that's an obvious kid Th- those are scrubs <laughs> little freshlings and then there'll be those like you see their badges like okay this guy's a serious he's a sweaty player <laughs> like sweaty you player. know he plays for, for for keeps and yeah I was just lucky I actually managed to get that one fifty two because of some either Japanese players or somebody else I don't know oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean I I'm fine in salmon run like I've done you know some nice runs here and there but when i see like what you do will like i am not ashamed to say that you know you're a better splatoon 3 player than i am i mean you know in context and all that i'm definitely not that competitive yeah exactly (laughs) yeah 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 i am the s rank and x ranks yeah yeah Yeah. 
Oh, he did it again. Like, oh yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm an. I mean, not the glow, right? Oh, <laughs> yes. Not to glow. Not, not but to glow. This is purely just for you know the science. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you could say, Scott, that I egg cell. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, Scott, how about you? Save us from Will's gloating. Well, I guess I'll start with a gloat of my own of saying I was playing Final Fantasy 16. Jealous. <laughs> the demo or the full game? The demo. Make it sure. Um, yeah. But, I mean, there's, like, three hours of content in the demo. You have the first two hours of, like, the story, and then you have an hour of basically having Clive as a much more powerful Clive than what you get in the beginning of the game. <clears throat> I do like a lot of the changes they did to combat. I mean, yes, I do like turn-based games, but I do think that 16's combat is fars and leaps better than 15's. 15's definitely felt more like a button masher. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely, um, yeah, not as fluid. Like, I like a double back cracking. <laughs> correct, correct, right, right, right. No, I will say I love the teleport, uh, the warp teleports of 15 a lot. That was fun, but it was, it's not as good. It's not helpful for the rest of the battle system. But 16's, I think, is much better and a much more fluid and functional battle system. Um, another game that I was playing was Honkai Star Rail. I got Silver Wolf. So there's my RNG luck for the month. <laughs> uh, I've also started, well, not started, but I, like, two years ago started Honkai Impact 3 after I was gotten to Genshin, and then I stopped at Chapter 2, apparently, and then I went back to it because I wanted to try out a bunch of Hoyoverse games on the Rock Ally. Works out fine, except for Honkai Impact is awkward that you need to use the touchscreen for all the menu navigation. But... Otherwise, you can just use the gamepad for everything else. And then I've also been continuing up my Trails of Cold Steel run. I'm on, like, Chapter 3 now of the fourth game. Mm-hmm, which means mm-hmm. I'm still not close at all because the fourth game is freaking long. <laughs> <laughs> it's like The third game is, like, four chapters long with, a, with like, a big finale. Mm-hmm. And then you have, like, four, which is just, like, it's a bunch of chapters long. With a bunch of added stuff because they add. This is where they had to add all the characters into from all the other series into a game and said, "Hey, these guys are coming now." Right, basically the (laughs) trails universe. Like, yes, everyone in one game. Yes, everyone is here. (laughs) The trails multiverse. (laughs) Don't give give them ideas. (laughs) I mean, when they get Nayuta out, it's going to be like that because uh, Legend of Nayuta is coming out. And that is basically the multiversal trails game that includes uh, from a different dimension, but has other dimensional variants of certain characters. Luckily, all of them are like actual NPCs, so they're not like big. You're not going to find the main characters in Nayuta. But you'll see like one of the notable ones, because, of course, I always keep track of where this what games this character comes in is Bracer Scott. He gets <laughs> to show up in Nayuta. <laughs> like Scott shows up because, of course, he does. Of course, of course. That, that is no. Re- that is definitely not a bearing of why I think the Crossbell arc is the best arc is because it has a bracer named Scott in it, <laughs> whose name is just Bracer Scott. <laughs> he has no <laughs> last name. It's great. <laughs> uh, <sighs> that's been the majority of what I've been playing. Nothing wrong with that. All right, and with that, we will now head into the news. So it's time to go. Down the warp pipe. And first, triangle strategy? Mm. Really? Okay. 
So in one of its first official updates, yes, it's actually technically one of its first official updates, despite the fact that it's been out for over a year. Yep. Um, <laughs> we have gotten a extra story. Okay, there's a lot. There was a big thing in this update. There, you could replay certain story chapters and cut scenes and blah blah blah. But the big thing is that there is an extra story chapter. For uh, we're guessing it's the golden route based on what will. Yes, yes, it is the golden route. So is, no route. There is a extra chapter to the golden route. So if you haven't gotten the golden route, you're screwed. Which includes myself, because <laughs> I was robbed one just choice. I couldn't make one choice go my way, and I had to get off the golden route. So thanks a lot, Square Enix. <laughs> but yeah, just, just for quick spoilers, it, it, it's not an extra battle chapter. This is basically uh, one of it's basically right before the ending of the Serenade Golden Road. Unfortunately, there is no battle, so it's just purely story, purely voice, and not, nothing much. It's just basically add more context. Which honestly, once you uh, finish the Serenade Road, like originally. Yeah, there, it felt like there was one more thing missing, and I think this, I saw a little bit of it, and yeah, this thing basically helps fill in that gap to that final ending. So, by all means, if this, I'm, I'm surprised that, yeah, they add that um, the team updated after a year later, yeah, which really is scary. quite quite odd, because I, like, granted, the original one was okay, but I wish there was a bit more and to, to lead up to it, and yeah, lo and behold, we got it now, so... <laughs> Yeah, I again, I like Triangle Strategy, aka Scales of Conviction, which is a totally better title. <laughs> but yes. yeah, it it's just I didn't like, as I noted in my review, that a there was there was a golden route that you had to do so many different choices, specific choices, just to get there, and then when you don't get there, you get one of three. I'm just gonna call them rather tragic endings. Including one where, spoiler alert, Sarah Noah dies to make sure that everyone else lives. And it's just so depressing. And oh, then, that's depressing. And then the other ones are just as bad. There's one where uh, Sarah Noah and crew forsake uh, the, 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 his, his, his betrothed and her people. And it's like, you know what? Screw it. Let's just go follow this religion. You know what could possibly go wrong? We learn that his betrothed actually shaves her head so that she couldn't be thrown in jail or whatever. As she continues to preach to people who will never listen to her and whatever. And then, what are y'all playing? It's try. It's triangle strategy. <laughs> it's, like what are y'all playing? It's, yeah, it's dark. It's, it's dark. dark. It's dark. Yeah, and then the other one, you actually portray your best friend, and then you go you go to war with him later on, and then like your white your. Betrothed becomes your wife, but she's not exactly happy. And like in the final scene, she like has this deep scowl as you sit on the throne. It's just like, yeah, I don't want that either. So there's three like bad endings, and there's the golden ending where everything like you know ends perfectly, but like it takes so long to get there. Like I tried to redo my route to you know get that golden ending, but it was just like I, I just couldn't find the energy. I just I just couldn't do it. <laughs> so, but if you do have it, go enjoy it. Happy tides. Moving on. <laughs> time for the first rant of the day. Persona. Oh, no. Yes, because this last week, as we will talk about in our second rant, um, there were a lot of gaming showcases and whatnot. And in one of the worst kept secrets of the last week, thanks to a leak, <laughs> Persona 3 is officially getting a remake via Persona 3 Reload. But there are multiple catches with this, ladies and gentlemen. Catch number one. It is not a full-on remake with all the content that has been released with the game over time, including the content you can see in the port that is already on the Switch. So it is the original, original version that is getting remade. So you are not getting the uh, 
Will, you know this. Um, yeah, I want to provide more context regarding that because I have been doing research in this story, and apparently there was some like miscalcul- uh, mistranslations within that IGN article from the director, and based mm-hmm. because there has been it's been a lot of crazy, but basically from what IGN I can tell, IGN mistranslating something since when? Wait, <laughs> IGN doing something wrong since when? Seven point so... eight IGN. So the main thing that will be missing is the one is the female MC from Portable, and the second one is the answer, which is basically the epilogue after the main game. And yeah, the, apparently those two are will not be included in the reload. A- everything else, is, like for example, like the I guess social link, the Elizabeth dates. I mean, this is uh, minor spoilers, and as well as like the extra the content that appears in Fest. It seems likely that this will be in the reload version. So just want to click clarification. It's, it's just, again, female MC and the answer will not be included. So that's one thing it's, from what I can tell. Okay. I appreciate, you saying, I appreciate you saying that because I kept people saying like, oh, the answer is not going to be there. And I'm like, well, what was the question? <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't know it, but everyone's like saying like, oh, yeah. And what, what, is, what is FES? What does that stand for? Fest or festival in the original PS2 days. Yeah. It was a sort okay. of a festival. Okay. Because like everyone's just like, like, oh, Fest and the answer won't be there. I'm like, what the heck does that mean? So If you were in the PS2 era, you would know. <laughs> I was in the PS2 era. I just wasn't into Persona like so many others. So don't put that on me. A lot of people didn't get into Persona until Persona 4 or because of Persona 5. Right. I mean, 3 was a pivotal moment. But it, it was. was. 3 was pivotal for itself, but it didn't catch a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> until yeah. oddly enough persona 3 portable i knew a lot of people that got onto persona 3 because of portable yeah which is why uh, that was the one that got to multi-platform port recently yeah so anyway so that's not what we're ranting about although a lot of people <laughs> have had a lot to rant about about that the, yes. <laughs> the, the real rant it has to do with for some reason it's currently not slated to come to switch yeah, so as you back in the Microsoft presentation case, it was only, well, I, I really hate this Microsoft, like you paid for an exclusive, a two, three day exclusive before you reveal it to other systems. Like, what the heck, Microsoft? What the heck are you doing? You're wasting money that way. That's petty. And, and it uh, ruins press releases. Yeah. I, I, I. And yeah, moving on to the point at hand is like, yeah, the fact that this game is not coming to Switch, it's coming Allegedly. to every. Yeah, at the moment, at, at the, the moment. moment. <laughs> and just like, uh, what? You, you bring the, the Persona 3 portable port to Switch, and but not reload at the moment? I mean, again, all this something to change. Of course, we could be actually wrote in, in the next few days. But at the moment, I record, I re- reporting, like this is not on Switch. Yeah. I mean, are you, uh, is Nintendo waiting for their direct to actually show, yes, it is coming on the Switch? Because the only other game that it will be coming, Persona game coming on the Switch is Persona 5 Tactica, which that was revealed much later at the time, at the same time here. Which, yeah, it's just weird. It like, looks so dumb. It does. Like, oh, it's a Tactics title. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I enjoy it. I, per- I enjoy Persona Q, so it is not too much bad for me. But yeah, the but on Persona 3 Reload, like sure i mean maybe it's a bit too much for the switch but at the same time again you put your persona 5 royal into switch so i I don't buy for a second that it can't run on switch because they got persona 5 royal to play beautifully and that yeah and they literally remade persona 3 to look like persona 5 including with the menus like it is just pure beauty it's pure beauty it is but like you can't tell me that that can't run on switch so Either they're just waiting for Nintendo to say, hey, Persona 3 Reload's coming, like what they did with Persona 5 Royal, 
or they're just not doing it. And I'm mad because this feels like Persona 5 Strikers all over again. <laughs> yes. We don't need Persona 5 Strikers. We need Persona 5. And yes, we got it, but it took its gosh dang bloody time. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> again, it will probably be corrected down in the near in the future. But by all means, this is like, come on, Atlas, Nintendo, just, just, just don't deny the inevitable. Yeah. Just give it us on Switch already. You know how many people we want this thing. Again, we did this thing in Persona Five. We'll do it again in Persona Three. Yeah. So give us what we want. And if you're wondering why Faith isn't uh, talking, it's because she, as a diehard makoto fangirl <laughs> she can't she she wants to unleash her fist of justice onto atlas let it ha let him have it faith let him have it is he hot i would argue yes <laughs> i would argue no she's not hot she's beautiful oh <laughs> you, dude. I, I don't think will heard what i said did you hear what i said will Eh, not really. I see. That's why you don't rant until after I make the joke. I said she's not hot. She's beautiful. Because hmm. I'm a gentleman. All right. <laughs> as a certain as a certain teacher will tell you. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. and you went for half a teacher. Jeez, I wonder. <laughs> I just I, as I mentioned, I felt dirty playing a high schooler, dating high schooler when I'm an adult. So I'm like, well, I, well, <laughs> and I quote from adult. Joker. No, but that's the best part. <laughs> no. no. So. But yes, uh, uh, it's good. Faith. You honestly should, if you have the time. We like we we know we're still just adding... pretend, Todd. Just pretend. Okay, fine. Uh, oh darn, you shouldn't have put that image in my head. Dang it. Uh, let's just move on before this gets any weirder. But no, I I do recommend you get Persona Five Royal for Switch once you have the time because it's again it'll take you a hundred hours to beat, but it'll be so worth it. <laughs> it's a really good game. It's, it's a, really a good, good adventure. Game. It's so good adventure. Yeah, and that's why, and I will be getting. Would I actually like it though? Do you like RPGs? Games, do, do you like? Do RPGs? you like stories? <laughs> do you like deep themes? Well, yeah. Do you like, do you like toilet demons? Well, yeah. You like well-written narratives. What is that? A well-written <laughs> narrative? Really? <laughs> okay, I want you to. Okay, I can explain this really easily, Faith. Okay, a well-written narrative is like this. I want you to imagine Twilight and then think of it being the exact opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Wow. There is a wow. Twilight is actually not that bad. It just needed a better yes, editor. Yes, I could have fixed it. I could have fixed it. Oh, I'm I have no saying, doubt. I'm going to go ahead and put that on the internet now. I could have <laughs> fixed it. I have no doubt you could have fixed Twilight. Okay. And I might have watched it in theaters if you had actually edited the book. Might. Might. <laughs> anyway. But yeah. So we're, we're not... Switch is not getting Persona 3 Reload, but we're getting Persona 5 Tactica. Yay. Mean. Okay. Now let's... let's we need some positivity before we go into our second ramp. So now we are going to move to the Capcom Showcase. Because I want to tell you guys exactly what happened when I found out about this announcement. So I'm covering this for another website. And they just got done with Ghost Trick Detective. And I don't know why, but I just had the urge when they went to a black screen to go, there's going to be an objection right here, isn't there? And right when I said that, Apollo Justice shows up. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> hey, what's going on here? And yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are getting Ace Attorney Trilogy 2, which is going to be Apollo Justice, 
uh, Dual Destinies, and Spirit of Justice. Now, for those of you saying, technically, yes, this isn't just Apollo's story, but he is a main character in all three of the games, and both uh, his his titular game and Spirit of Justice are really all about him in many, many, many ways, so just get over it, okay? <laughs> At least it's finally out of uh, uh, 3DS hell. Yes! Purgatory. <laughs> no, 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 no. DS and 3DS. The yeah, yeah. Apollo was on DS, and then they waited years until they did Dual Destinies. I thought the franchise was dead. I really did. So, yes, we are finally getting the back half of the Ace Attorney Saga, the mainline uh, Ace Attorney Saga, and it will be coming next year. All three games are going to be redone visually so that it will really pop on the Switch, which the, the original Ace Attorney trilogy was really, really good looking. So... And yes, Faith, there are a lot of hot women in Ace Attorney. Are you happy? Okay. I actually thought you said a man's name, but then I'm like, oh, it was a woman. And I'm like, Ooh, I mean, they're I also pretty hot men as well in the game as well. Yeah, that's frankly, true. Honestly, honestly. It's... Have you seen Phoenix Wright? <laughs> I mean, spiky hair. Like, my God. So great. You know, but there's a reason. That... Really? That's where you draw the line? <laughs> that's where you draw the line? Spiky hair that can poke your eyes out? Really? Hey, whatever, guys. Hey, there are fans for the girls, so why not? Yeah, yeah I suppose. <laughs> uh, moving on. So, yeah, but this trilogy, a lot of people are excited, are excited about it. And, of course, many, including myself, are hoping that if this sells well, we will finally get Ace of Terror 7. Please, we <sighs> waited for so long. I'm, I'm not even joking about that. Like They were teasing the original Ace of Trinity trilogy like this second year of the Switch. Now we're in year six or seven or whatever. I, I mean, We need Ace of Trinity 7. My God. Please. <laughs> they, yes, gave us please. A, they gave us a cliffhanger in Spirit of Justice. It needs to be resolved. <laughs> if you know, you know. I, I, and just the fact, like, the, yeah, and just, like, just pointing it out as well. Like, the fact that this game, as well as, like, I don't know. I feel like that. Yeah, uh, this game and, and Ghost Trick was perhaps the only highlights in the Capcom showcase. Like, yeah, it was very weak. The Capcom showcase. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Most of the stuff was already trailers that they showed in other showcases. Yeah, and and who the heck wants <laughs> to play Exo Prime? Yeah, yeah. I, I really think Exo Prime was gonna bomb. Like, that's not even a joke. I really think like they're trying so hard, but I just don't think people are going to care. A Capcom Life Service. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I'm sorry, but if we're going to be a person hunting dinosaurs, that's why Turok exists. <laughs> oh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, that's a Dino Crisis. <laughs> Dino Crisis. Attentively, uh, yes, Laura Croft has fought dinosaurs. So we, we, we've been there. We've done that. Let the dinosaurs die. Okay. I mean, you saw what happened in Jurassic Park. Okay. <laughs> the sequel trilogy. Like, yeah. So, oh, wait a minute. But the sequel trilogy can't have been bad. It had Chris Pratt in it. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Even Faith won't defend those movies. You're dang right. Anyway. I haven't honestly. I've only watched the first few. I haven't watched the ones with him in it yet. Wow! And you have been spared. You've been spared. There's a reason why, and it's not a reason if I believe that they're bad. It's a completely different reason. So. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. All right, but I'm very excited for this series. He does look very nice in them, though. I've seen the pictures. Very nice. Oh, she see the guys? She's seen pictures. <laughs> pictures of Pratt. So. No. Pictures are worth a thousand words. <laughs> I, I can think of two that you won't like. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know. 
So okay, now now we got we've got the positive out of the way. We got to go back to the negative, ladies and gentlemen, because we have had at the time of this recording a honestly really great week of gaming. Like even for non, especially for non Nintendo fans, we there was so much great gaming news between the Summer Game Fest. Yes, Joff Keeley, you got one. Okay, get over yourself. Um, the Xbox Games Showcase was full of surprises, at least which was Star Wars Outlaws. Um, and so much more. That, oh, Ubisoft. Ubisoft surprised a lot of people. With mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. With, you know, yeah, that Avatar looks good. Oh, yeah, Avatar looked so good. I mean, it's like, good, but I'm, I'm, I'm uh, skeptical. <laughs> it's still Ubisoft. That's true. It's still, it's still Ubisoft. So there, there is still room for failure. But uh, the question is, if they release a sequel to uh, Frontiers of Pandora, will it come out by the time Avatar 5 releases? Like, <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> And with the way James Cameron's doing, again, he's a perfectionist, so you never know. He is a perfectionist. <laughs> well, they're also getting delayed because, like, the writer's strike and everything, but that's another story. I so, know. anyway, much like Marvel, which keeps keep getting pushed back. Yay. That That's <laughs> totally not dying a fiery death. Um, by the way, Thor Love and Thunder still sucks. Moving on. And Chris Hemsworth admitted it himself. But uh, but the, the, I don't the, want to talk about that, Todd. You mean how it's canon that he thinks the movie is stupid? You don't want to talk about that? Okay. I'm not speaking to you on this topic. He's <laughs> not speaking to me on this topic. Okay. Then we will not speak on this topic. I will speak for you <laughs> on this topic. So for those who don't get that reference, it's South Park. Anyway, but despite all these greatness, more or less greatness, there was like the like Will said, the Capcom showcase wasn't the best. But overall, it was a great week. But the thing that was missing was, of course, the Nintendo Direct. We, ha- we did not get one this week. And so now the question is, like we said last week, are we going to get it next week? Are we going to get it next month? Are we not going to get one until September? Like that one cursed year that we don't like to talk about? <laughs> and then Tyler hated that t- direct. I specifically remember him hating that September direct, even though it gave us like Animal Crossing and Luigi's Mansion 3 and all, and all these. Other, Isabelle and Smash Brothers. That kind of Let thing. me guess. It didn't have Sonic. It did not have Sonic. It did not have Sonic. So, yeah. Maybe it did have Sonic. No, I did. Right, didn't have Sonic. <laughs> or if it did, it wasn't a good Sonic. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> Sonic Forces. <laughs> no, probably, uh, probably. But uh, yeah, where's where's our Nintendo Direct? Nintendo, like seriously. Yeah, it's okay. You decided to miss this the Summer Games first and that week. I mean, the prime week for gaming news. So what's in the cards? What I mean, again, got it. You got everybody went to Switch. Uh, you got a Pikmin Four coming out. What's in the what's in the barrel like are you hiding something else like are you really putting your cards keeping your cards close and waiting for like okay we'll just let the, let this news go past us by and then like we'll just sneak in the stuff take the spot and once again like we always do like is that what you're doing nintendo like again you're leaving us in speculation mode right now and yeah just what are you doing what are you doing well <laughs> another thing here is that going back to persona 3 really quick um if 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 they are getting it. Then we'll, we'd find out at the Nintendo Direct. Like they'd say, like, "Hey, there's a reload coming." You know, like we're, we're doing like those, like the Switch news topics really quick. You know, they do that. Right, right, right. Like, right. And, and that's that's fine. That's totally fine if that's how you want to do it. But you need to let us know because now we're going to be speculating forever whether we're going to get this or not. 
Well, and imagine uh, Nintendo Direct starting with like Aegis from Persona Three being like, <laughs> "It's time to reload." And um, <laughs> it's it's kind of a strange thing as well because it also was confirmed on the Persona Three uh, reload site as well because they did say you will be getting news by every single full moon, yeah. know, like with the game. So like, just count the days. You you will get a full moon on each month, and then who knows? Maybe one of those days is the Direct or something else entirely. But it will be Persona Three related on each every full moon date. Yeah, but. My problem with this is that a it just it fails to capitalize on like the momentum. <clears throat> Even if they did it like today, like Thursday, you know there was nothing going on. It was two days since the last showcase, which it, that was the Xbox expanded one, which like there was barely anything there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except was, except yeah. for Keanu. Yeah. <laughs> How would Johnny Silverhand answer this question? Well, he'd answer in a lot of ways. You're a good egg, you know. Yeah. Busting all the voices today. Um, where, where's Nick Cage? Well, it's funny you should ask that, Todd. Now, um, so <laughs> God bless Keanu, but he shouldn't do interviews like that. Um, you're breathtaking. Like, uh, see, now I lost train of thought. Oh, uh, they should have done something this week, and, or at least they should have said, like, "Hey, we're going to have an Nintendo Direct within the next week or so." And I know that's never their style. They usually do like the day beforehand and whatever, but. You know, June is a time of announcements, and they haven't had Nintendo Direct since February. And even if they are "quote unquote" winding down, we still need to know something. And as I noted last week, the shadow information about Pikmin and everybody wants to switch—it just paints that they're like not ready or willing to do a direct, and that really worries me. So, I don't know. We'll wait and see, I suppose. Hopefully, it's not too much of a drought at the end of the year. Hi, hi. I expect at least one big release because they've they've known they've actually done really well about having like that one big release at the end of the year, whether it was October, November, December. They've <laughs> always had something. Like last year was Pokemon, and then of course the first year was Mario and Xenoblade, and so on and so forth. I think they've only had like one year where they didn't have like a big November release, and then they backed that up with third party support. Right. It right, just reminds right. me, it's like last year was Pokemon. The year before that was also Pokemon. Yeah. True, 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 true. <laughs> and, and then it was I... also, also, also Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. And I think like Nintendo kind of skipped this one because again, I just want to give people time for tears to keep my feel like. So that's also another yeah. likely idea. Yeah, and, and, and you know, I respect that, which I'm actually kind of glad they released it in May so to avoid the kind of the summer games rush should they have one. And then they just shadow dropped one to Switch, and everyone's like, "Yeah, I'm going back to Tears of the Kingdom." <laughs> Pretty much. Also, speaking of Pokemon, I'm going to embarrass Faith right now. Because mm -hmm. we, we did some co-op play yesterday, and Ooh. it was fun. Was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. It was, it was a lot of fun. And she, But she surprised me because we were trading Pokemon, and I'm like, well, what Pokemon do you want? She goes, I, I don't know. I, I just give me something I don't have. So, Scott, remember when we got all those EVs? Yep. I told I gave her one of mine because I'm like, I didn't need it. And <laughs> she goes, oh, that's so cute. And I'm like, yeah, he's so cute. And then she's like trying to find a Pokemon for me. And I can't see what's in her box, right? Yeah. So I'm just like, you know, just pick a Pokemon and I'll see if I have it or not. And she goes, well, what, what about that one that looks like an Oxwaddle? <laughs> no, it's an axolotl. You just butchered that. That that makes it even worse that you know exactly how to say it because yeah, because I want one. That's depressing. They're cute. Sure, they are. If and they're in danger. Yes, they are. 
Yes. <laughs> wow. And, and that's the thing. I the reason I knew about that animal is because I've had to talk about it a lot on my work scripts because I've had to do like rare animals, endangered animals, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And so I knew what an oxal ox, axolotl or however you want to say it. Uh, and I'm like axolotl. Axolotl. Ax <laughs> Yeah, so she asked me if I wanted an axe slaughter, and uh, I was like, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to picture what Pokemon looks like this, because again, I know what the animal looks like, and I'm like, do you mean a whooper? And she goes, yeah. I'm like, really? <laughs> she couldn't just look up the Pokemon name. It's just like, what, what about that one that looks like an axolotl? Like, what? <laughs> I keep your life exciting, Todd. Oh, oh, there is no doubt of that. <laughs> i've said i don't want my life without you and this is just another reason because i get to because again i'm just fascinated that you knew what this creature was most people don't know it exists and so you just casually name drop it and it looks like an axolotl and then you assume that i knew what it was like that might be the bigger thing is that you assume that i'm so smart which obviously because I this am. like it's like all over social media though they make like all kinds what? of axolotl merchandise I have not seen that. Have you seen that? Have you guys seen that? I haven't seen that. It's pretty darn popular. I mean, I, I, really? I've Minecraft seen it being crap. popular, but I haven't really seen it recently. There you go. See, I see Scott's on my side, as he should be. You're welcome. <laughs> but I want one. But the thing is, you like, you have to do like all of this stuff to take care of one. And I'm just sitting over here and I'm like, mm. and also we always have a cat most of the time. We don't right now, but we usually always do. And I'm like afraid of getting like, a sea creature and it like attacking it and knocking over the bowl or something like i don't know i have anxiety y'all mm. yeah the, the yeah. worries of owning a pet <laughs> so yeah that that happened and it was fun but it was just like wow she actually knows what an axolotl is that's and i actually had a pokemon that todd didn't have yeah but it wasn't that one i had a whooper but... two actually yeah you did you did because she i, I had scarlet she had violet so, oh, well, that would do it. Yeah. yeah, that would do it. So, oh yeah. Oh, uh, Faith, I want you to tell them about the glitch. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. You're oh welcome. my gosh. <laughs> okay, so I think it was right after we did a raid, wasn't it? Yeah, we did a raid for uh, uh, uh Phalanx. Yeah, oh, okay. so we we did this raid, and I don't even remember what I was looking at. I remember I was looking at something, and he was messing around. I think I was looking in my boxes or something. No, 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 no. I called the Pokemon, and I was going through, like, the whole, it's now registered in your Pokedex, this, that, and the other. Do you want to nickname it? You know, all that stuff. And I was going through all of that, and he's over here laughing about something, and I don't know what he's laughing about. And so then I, like, come out of the menus, and I'm like, I don't even remember what I was talking about. But I see him, like, he's writing, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's your Pokemon called? The big one. I forgot. Uh, it's it's uh, Coridon. What? Coridon. It's legendary. Yeah. So he was writing that. And that's what he was doing on his screen. So he's writing that around me in circles. Just because but I want on, to screw with her a little bit. Yeah. But on my screen, the Pokemon is not even there. <laughs> so he's just floating around me. Yeah. With his legs just open in the most awkward air way ever, yeah. floating around me, yeah. and I'm just sitting here and looking at it, just shocked for a moment, yeah. and then I start laughing, and then I'm like, "You need to look at this." And then I turn the camera around and show him, and we just laughed about yeah. it for we, we like doing three minutes. We were doing a video chat, and she was playing on her TV, so she turned it so I could see, and there I am, floating in midair, circling around her. Well, I clearly see my Pokemon. It does not. 
<laughs> I uh, riding a bike. I should share it on social media. Yeah, and it's like, and I noted to Faith when I we got into the game to play co-op, I could see the visual flaws were still there, like yeah, like the the splicing in and out. Like I I could take a step like in one direction and a person would fade out and, or like would just blip out, and then I take that step back and they pop back. And I'm like, really, you guys haven't fixed this? So, yeah. But it was I had never seen that glitch personally. And then all of a sudden Faith's saying, like, you're not riding anything. I'm like, what are you talking about? Why my Pokemon? And she goes, Let me show you. And there it is. I'm just riding around. Like, yeah, way to go, Pokemon Company. Not Game Freak, Pokemon Company. This is all on you. What was that one um uh dang it? Um SpongeBob quote. Uh what was what was it? It was like I'm ready. No, it was like around town or something. Oh, yeah. Bring it around town. So yeah, that that happened and it was that was really really funny. So, all right, next up, uh, this one is both a rumor and a debunking. So let's be ready for this. So of course, with the success of the Super Mario Brothers movie, because of Jack Black and Jack Black alone, <laughs> you know it's true. Peaches. Uh, there's all sorts of questions about what the next movie is going to be. And even Chris Pratt himself has said that we're going to get announcements, quote, soon after the writer's strike is done, which I totally respect or support the writers. But there was a rumor that came out that said that Illumination was not, was making not one, not two, not three, but four uh, different Mario movies or Nintendo-related movies. It was going to be a Super Mario Brothers sequel. It's going to be Luigi's Mansion. It's going to be Donkey Kong Country, or Donkey Kong, and then uh, a Legend of Zelda movie, which, we, if you recall, we actually talked about a rumor about that in Universal like a week or two back. So that's potentially exciting, except the head of Illumination came out and says, I don't know where that Legend of Zelda rumor came from. <laughs> so, but yeah, but he didn't debunk the other one, so take that as you will. So Zelda We're is getting a Metroid one. <laughs> I mean, the only thing that could probably match. Okay, if they're not making a Zelda movie, so I'm just looking at the meme image, like so DreamWorks. So there's a chance I can make it <laughs> with DreamWorks. Yeah, I'm just afraid that if Illumination was to do a Metroid movie, they'd probably have like Katy Perry be Samus. Oh, oh, that's, uh, no, that's a scary image. Sorry. Well, I mean, they already had Chris Pratt do Mario, so it can it can only get worse. Wait for Faith to react. I'm gonna pretend that you didn't say that. Pretend <laughs> all you want. <laughs> but so. really, I think it would be really cool if we got like a Luigi's um, Haunted Mansion movie. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold because on. like no, I love no, spooky movies, no. and it's like yeah, it would be like an animated like it's Mario. It's not gonna be that scary, Hold but on. it's like I feel like the vibes would be cool. No, yes, no, no, Todd. No. It's not Luigi's Haunted Mansion. It's just Luigi's Mansion. Haunted Mansion is a Disney <laughs> property. <laughs> Which right. I'm excited for the new Haunted Mansion movie too. <laughs> Clearly, but no, it's Luigi's Mansion. Period. You know, I literally bought that game like when I got my Switch back in 2020. I bought it when it was on sale for Black Friday, and I was so excited, and I never played it. I still <laughs> just, just for, have it downloaded and haven't touched it. Just for collection's sake, okay. Basically. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I fully expect that we'll get 
a sequel, obviously, but and then uh, these expansions because they already have Luigi and Donkey Kong cast. Um, I I wouldn't be surprised if Nintendo does a Zelda animated movie, which we could probably do a main event topic about that later on. But I don't want uh, Elimination to do that one. I want someone else to do it because that's a more serious movie and illumination is better with like the silly stuff like despicable me like minions uh what was it the secret life of pets wasn't that illumination uh, I think so. yeah I think so and and now mario like that that suits their style versus zelda which i feel i feel should have more i don't want to say like realistic but slightly more stylized you know more stakes stakes yeah stakes uh a slightly a slightly darker uh, color palette, especially where we're doing like things like with Ganondorf, because I don't need Ganondorf to look, you know, cute or <laughs> you know, bubbly. You know, the closest we ever got to that was Ganondorf in like Wind Waker, but even then they made him look intimidating. You know, and then you've got Daddy Ganondorf in Tears of the Kingdom, so you know that people are thirsting over on the internet still. I still don't understand how I don't know how to feel about that still because you're like thirsting over the bad guy who's like wants to kill you. But like apparently, like they're like break me, Daddy Gandorf. I'm like oh, whatever. People, ha- <laughs> people have tastes, right, Faith? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot of people's is wrong. This is true. This is true. Mm-hmm. All right. So I. Have... I remember the first time you said that to me. What was it about? It was about something, and you were like, Faith, it's okay to have an opinion. That's okay, even if it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And of course, I and. To our viewers, I do joke about that. I I am very much a guy of you know have your opinion, but don't force it down people's throats. So mm-hmm. so that's why I uh, I will stop at a certain point, like with my jokes about Chris Pratt or Thor: Love and Thunder and and other things, because I don't want to beat uh, Faith over the head with them. But I will still make fun of her entirely for liking <laughs> those things because that's what big brothers do. So, you're welcome, Faith. <laughs> All Thank right. you, Todd. You're, yes, you're welcome. You're such a blessing, Todd. I know. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of which, I now bless your journey to whatever you do next because I know you have to leave. I have responsibilities. Yeah. Well, we did start a little late, so I, I'm not going <laughs> to... That This one I'll, I will take partial credit for. Oh, I'm not in trouble this time? No, you are not. I'm not going to get an angry text message from you after I get off? Well, I can't, pro- I can't promise that. <laughs> I've got like 45 me minutes until that message comes. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. He don't do that. Yeah. Well, but there could be a first lot. Time, first time for everything. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, shake things up, you know, scare you half to death with a tweet. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'll do. I'll just ran- I'll randomly send the anger gift from inside out and you'll be like what are you angry about todd you know what faith no i don't know todd like literally like stew for five minutes like i'm just joking with you (laughs) the good stuff so well all right i'm gonna hop out y'all are gonna do great yeah we know i'm that's almost (laughs) so that every single time that i have to hop out early y'all are gonna do great thank you faith have a good one user disconnected from your channel by the way chris pratt sucks (laughs) <laughs> and, and, and i could prove it because if you didn't see that weird quote about fathers and their kids that he made recently like why would you say that in an interview chris pratt like my gosh if you don't know what i'm talking about like look it up it's it's really weird and technically he's not wrong per se but it's still weird okay like stop it chris get get some help and i don't just mean like helping doing an italian accent <sighs>
See, that, I guess that's three rants today. Darn, I, I was really trying to confine it to two. I apologize. No, I don't. Moving on. <laughs> Let's now move on to... Uh, this was a small news piece, but it was important. During the Ubisoft Forward event, they dropped the first tease of the Rayman content for Sparks of Hope. Yay! Yes. It was, it was short, but it was funny. Uh, Rayman interacting with Rabbit Peach and Mario. Rabbit Mario. Um, Peach does not like Rayman. Mario almost died because of realizing that Rayman's hands are technically detachable. <laughs> like, He's got were, no arms. It's like, it's like, but they're, but it's still there. Like I'm touching the hand and it's floating. How is this possible? You know? And Rayman's like, what is it with these guys? I was like, you would, don't you know, Rayman? You're the one who brought them into this world. <laughs> Remember the rabbits appeared in a Rayman game. It was Rayman raving rabbits. He's to blame for all of this. Everything is Rayman's fault. Pretty much. <laughs> now the question is could this be a potential full circle moment because think about it if the rabbits were born in a rayman game and now Ra rayman's being reborn in a rabbits game could this be that this is the last appearance of the rabbits oh full circle ouroboros oh no <laughs> Just saying. and yes they do address that in tears of the kingdom too so make of that what you will Oh jeez, <laughs> it's it's a lot. All right, like seriously, it's it's a mind trip these last the last few hours of the story. So, uh, but yeah, I'm excited for that. We still don't have a release date, but it's still scheduled for late 2023. And we also got a tease for the last Spark Hunter, which is the second content, which should be coming out this summer. So hopefully, we'll get answers. Maybe in a Nintendo Direct. Maybe. Please. It's nice to hope. <laughs> it's nice to hope. All right, next up, uh, another small piece of news, but an important one. Nintendo is going to do a special summer event called the Summer of Play. They'll be going to malls all over America, and you will get to basically interact with recreations of certain gaming worlds like Animal Crossing, sorry, like the Animal Crossing, like Mario, like uh, Splatoon. And then there will be Switches set up so you can play the games too. I am looking up the uh, dates of which this event shall be played, but <laughs> I like this idea. It feels like it feels like kind of like old school Nintendo, because yeah, 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 like you, you know what I'm talking about, Will. Yeah, basically, like they have done this kind of like play sessions. I mean, you can play here like in uh, Nintendo NY, but like now it's like going everywhere and going uh, basically world tour travel, America travel. <laughs> and I, I know there will be one in New York. I think at the Meatpacking District, if I recall correctly, sometime in July. Up, yeah. Uh, yeah, meat packing district pop, meat packing district pop up, really? Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a, and yeah, it's gonna be a pop in there. So, yeah, uh, if, if you're like the rare few who have not played in the Nintendo Switch yet, I mean, or you just want to get a quick outing with the family or whatever, then but yeah, this may be an event you want to keep on your calendar. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to poke fun at Will for this one, but it's funny when he says, like, the few who haven't played a Switch, and I'm thinking, okay, it sold a hundred and let's just say 40 million, and there's like Eight billion people on the planet, so a lot of people haven't played the Switch well. I mean, fine. fine. I'm, I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. It's like the math is like it's a very small percentage you have actually played the Switch. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm sorry. Okay, but I do have the dates up. So this is going to be starting. Actually, oh crap! The first one was actually today at the Mall of America. Well, oh, there we go. Okay, sorry. Here we go. June from June 15th to the 18th, it's at Mall of America in Bloomington, Minnesota. 
June 22nd to the 25th at the Great Lakes Crossing Outlets in Auburn Hills, Michigan. Uh, Will, for you, June 29th to July 2nd at the Meat, pa Meat Packing District Pop-Up in New York, New York. Uh, then July 7th through the 10th at West Town Mall in Knoxville, Tennessee. For all you people brave enough to be in Florida, there is going to be one at the, the Florida Mall. That's a great name. The Florida Mall. Which one? The Florida Mall! Uh, <laughs> In Orlando, Florida, July 20th to the 23rd. Uh, there's going to be one July 28th through the 31st at Barton Creek, Barton Creek Square. Easy for me to say. In Austin, Texas. August 10th through the 13th at The Gateway in Salt Lake City, Utah. August 17th through the 20th at Flatiron Crossing. That's the name. Flatiron Crossing in Broomfield, Colorado. And then finally, August 25th to the 28th at Santa Monica Place in Santa Monica, California. So if you are near those areas, near those dates, they have the uh, they have the full information on their website if you want to look it up again. Uh, go have fun. Go enjoy a summer of play. Buy a Switch. <laughs> Do it. Do it now. Do it now. All right, next up is a very fun little topic. It's about Daddy Sakurai, which makes me regret that Faith's not here, because as we all know, Faith is a huge Sakurai fan. Clearly. That's where you laugh, Scott. <laughs> there you go. Seriously, we've made fun of Faith for how long? Because she didn't know who Sakurai was? Anyway, uh, in one of his latest videos, he revealed the actual origins of his game development career. And it's not what you think. Because I didn't even know this thing existed before Sakurai talked about it. So when the Famicom came out in Japan, there was an extension called the Family Basic. And basically, ahaha, they, it was an extension that would allow the Famicom to become a computer. One you could type on, interact with, and actually code stuff with. You could have, use sprites and do animations. You could build your own gaming background, and you could even save your data on the cartridge through AA batteries, which did not work. <laughs> Remember, this is like well before like power saving technology. And uh, and if that, that didn't work, you could put on literal cassette tapes. Like, wow. But the reason that this was Sakurai's origin was because he loved the idea of being able to use the compu a computer like device with his gaming console which he already had he not only kept the family basic he painted it when he was younger so that it wouldn't yellow and he was so proud of it you could see like the childlike joy like doesn't it look great <laughs> it, it still works too but uh yeah he was able to learn programming through it and because of what he was able to do on that computer which he retained for decades apparently because he knew exactly how to code things again um uh, he realized that he wanted to go into game development. And as he noted at the end, this is why sometimes you just got to go through life and see what inspires you. Because if it wasn't for the Family Basic, which did not come out in the U.S., we might not have gotten a lot of things that Sakurai made. So that would have been Nintendo. a sad timeline. Yeah, well, mm -hmm. well, as he mentioned, there would have been no Kirby. There would have been no Smash Brothers, more, more than likely. A lot of games that he helped work on, both first and third party would not have gotten made. His influence just as a game design process would not have gotten done. He's done so much, so we should be gosh dang glad <laughs> that he got that family basic. And to get it, ladies and gentlemen, he, he spent a whole summer's allowance to get it. 
believe it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so. OG Naruto. <laughs> oh, OG. OG, yeah. <sighs> All right. But I, I love these stories. Like, this is the kind of stuff that makes me happy because, like, well, what's your origin story? And, like, the, oh, it must be something so complicated, Sakurai. No, it's just I like, saved up my money, bought an extension for my family com, and I was like, I, I can do this for real. So why not? <laughs> it's the little things, ladies and gentlemen. It's always the little things. Uh, two final stories. First of all, it's an anniversary, everybody. We should celebrate this anniversary right now. We should not celebrate this anniversary because it is has been six years since Metroid Prime 4 was announced. <laughs> That's what feels bad. It it hurts. It hurts so much. And then as I would find out through this through researching this story, they're still hiring people to make Metroid Prime 4. They have nine Retro Studios has nine job openings all connected to Metroid Prime 4 in one way or another. Well, this thing is going to become uh, Nintendo's Kingdom Hearts 3 now. Yep. Right? <laughs> oh, that's depressing. It's just... No. Like, why? <laughs> why? why? And, then, and then as someone else, as I, as I went onto their website, uh, they noted themselves that they were attached to Metroid Prime 4 as of January 2019. So they've had this game for four years. And we've gotten nothing. Hello, Doctor Smiled. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I, I and we actually, if you recall, we talked about this last week when we were like predicting potential Nintendo directs. I'm like, give us something on Metroid Prime Four. I'm starting to wonder if we're ever gonna get this game. Like, you you referenced Kingdom Hearts Three, will I'm I'm afraid it's gonna be more like a Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> I mean, at least we got Duke Nukem Forever, but that like, how, how much? How, what's that in development hell? I forgot. Like Fifteen some odd years in the game. Uh, yeah. At least Kingdom Hearts Three was a game, you know, like that you you could play if you wanted to. Duke Nukem Forever was like something you shouldn't touch ever. <laughs> it was just for memes. Yeah. yeah. The best thing was the commercial because it had a really awesome trailer, a really in a theme song to it, and I, and I I can think of that trailer right now. But then like the game reviews came out, I was like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> Like this was this is a game that should never have came out for various reasons, including insensitivity on numerous levels. So sorry, sorry, women, you were definitely not treated well in this <laughs> Like my gosh. So uh but yeah, six years Nintendo. And Reggie Fisame still regrets making that announcement in twenty seventeen. And uh yeah, he should be. Also <laughs> also Reggie, where's Mother Three? <laughs> in his locker <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and finally as Will was uh, wise enough to find before the show started the okay I gotta be careful how I say this Fire Emblem 7 aka Fire Emblem Blazing Sword aka Fire Emblem in the west is coming to the Switch Online expansion pack on June 27th now, for those of you who don't remember exactly which one this was, this is the one with Ellie Wood, Lynn, and Hector. The one that in the West was, quote-unquote, the first Fire Emblem game, even though it totally wasn't. Remember, Fire Emblem has a really weird history when it comes to its releases. It's mainly a Japan thing, then it wasn't, and now it's like, we want everything. We want Fire Emblem yeah. awesome, and now we have a <laughs> Fire Emblem harem. You know, that was a joke. <laughs> Thank you. I've made a joke a lot. It's that. Yeah, it's, it's a common it's, thing with it's a hair games. it's a harem game. Like let's be honest, it's a bloody harem game with how everyone re interacts with the with your protagonist, even though they don't have a defined gender. So 
which makes them very inclusive if you think about it. But yes, this is the original GBA. Uh, I said original on accident. This is the, well, in the West, I suppose. But yeah, this was the one that kind of kickstarted Fire Emblem in the West. Uh, after this, we got Sacred Stones and Path of Radiance, Radiant Dawn, Awakening, Fates, and uh, Three Houses and uh, Warriors uh, 1 and 2, and now Engage. So we owe a lot to this title. So if you've never played it before, it is coming out on the, okay, now I'm saying the sorry, 23rd, according to the official. See, Will, you posted an incorrect one, and Scott saved you by posting the one from Nintendo of America. All right, all right. <laughs> got, got to up your game, Will. You got to up your game. No, it's fine. Uh, but in the Haven have a trailer attached to it. So yes, it's a little outdated compared to like the modern games of Three Houses and Engage. But if you want old school Fire Emblem, this is a great place to start. And the the strange thing as well is like apparently in the Japanese side, a part of it, like they're getting the other game with uh, with Roy as well. Oh, Binding Binding Blade. Yep. But in yep. that and that is one of many games that has not come out to the West. So like I said, a very weird release feel for uh, Fire Emblem. Because I, and of course, I, I still want Gene Genealogy of Holy War, I still want Thracia 776, and I want uh, Mystery of the Emblem, which is the second one with Marth. So, because we haven't gotten that one. So, Nintendo, we're waiting! <laughs> it would be justified! <laughs> Alright, and in lieu of getting this game to the uh, Switch Online expansion pack, like I said, again, it's the expansion pack, so if you don't have that, you'll have to buy it, but you'll have access to many more titles. We decided we're going to look at the uh, handheld past of Nintendo and decide what ones we think would, would be worthy of Remix, like full stop Switch Remix. And we're going to talk about this in another meeting of the NEP Secret Society. All right, I call this uh, meeting of the Society to Order. So here's how we're going to break this down. It can be any game from the GBA, sorry, so from, from the original Game Boy to the DS. We're not going to include the 3DS because that's still more or less recent. All right, especially since Nintendo dragged on its life forever. Okay, <laughs> so anything from Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, and DS. Yes, I guess you could include the DSi and the DSP and all that. But, uh, Anything from those eras that could and should get a remake, this is your time. So, for example, I wouldn't mind seeing remakes of the of the handheld Fire Emblem games. Absolutely. And, and they could do this as a, a special kind of bundle pack. All right? So, like, do a remake of Blazing and Blazing Sword and Binding Blade. That way we could have a continuous story. Because technically, Binding Blade came first. And then they did a prequel, which was Blazing Sword, which is why you don't see Lin in the sequel. Because they made Lin afterward. Which is not confusing at all. Not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. And of course, once they get done with those two, they can jump over to Sacred Stones, which is still a fan favorite for many. So what was the other one? Oh, oh, then of course, Awakening. Awakening actually surprised they don't do because of Lucina's popularity. Like, Lucina is, like, one of their most popular characters by far. She's more popular than her father, and her father is the actual protagonist. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Long live Lucina! I mean, again, the view of Marth, I guess, so maybe that helped out. I don't this know. This is true. This is true. So, any of those games, the ones that more than likely a lot of people don't 
won't have gotten yet access to. But I was telling the guys beforehand, I had to get my copy of the original Fire Emblem from Thailand. It was the English version, but I could only get it in Thailand for some reason. It took its sweet gosh dang time to get to me. But uh, yeah, these games, like, Fire Emblem still deserves a lot of love and respect from Nintendo in terms of getting the older games over here so we can enjoy them, like Genealogy of the Holy War, Thresh 776, Mystery of the Emblem, Binding Blade, and even with uh, Blazing Sword. You know, because they didn't call it Fire Emblem Blazing Sword. It was just Fire Emblem, which why a lot of people, including myself, was like, oh, is this the beginning of the franchise? No, that was Shadow Dragon all those years ago. So why not give them the chance? Why not give them this opportunity to be remade, be reborn, and say, this is our, this is part of our origins. Enjoy. And please give me the gosh dang genealogy to Holy War uh, <laughs> remake. Like, come on. I need to see Sigurd burned alive. Like, it's been so long. No. You want to see it in HD with full graphics, 4K. Yeah. I, I just want to see, you know, the fi- the meteor coming down and you like see the fireball glowing in his eyes as it gets like ever closer. And he's just like standing there with a the solemn look on his face because he knows it's the end. But it's a it's a heroic death. It's a heroic burning alive. You know. I'm not a sadist. Definitely not. So but yeah, bring back the handheld fire emblem games. Give him the Get, do what they did with what the Shadows of Valentia. That's what they, mm, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What they did with Gaiden. So do that with Shadows of or uh, with all these other ones, and you know, show the history of this franchise, especially since you're you're referencing them in the other uh, games like with Faye and with Engage. So why not? Yeah, it's about time to fill in the blanks, boys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, about Nintendo. Yep, yep. Exactly. All right, Scott. How about you? My number one would be the Golden Sun games on the GBA. Yes! The first two games. Golden Sun, yes! They absolutely need it for, not just because they're hard to get now, but also because I think it would also help with the pacing of the first two games. Because for those who don't know, the second game starts like in the middle of a section of the first game. (laughs) That's not confusing at all. Not in the slightest, right? (laughs) But it does then join up with the events of the rest of the golden sun cast which it is a pure a, a big sequel but at the same time it would be helpful to not have to re- realize where you are in the uh, the statement of it so having a game like that be remade with both the games as like one one full game would be great yes golden sun i didn't get into until dark dawn which everyone agrees is like the weakest of the three i mean i enjoyed it but you could you could tell it, 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 I never finished it. it. It didn't grab me enough to finish. But I, I remember the Golden Sun commercials on TV, and I was like, oh, this looks really interesting, but I never got it. So if they were to remake those, which would hopefully get Isaac into Smash Brothers Beyond an Assist Trophy. <laughs> yes, please. Yes, please. I, I would be for it. And I know a lot of people still love Golden Sun, and there are a lot of people who, again, never got to appreciate it. Because even though the GBA was successful by many metrics, you never... You, you never really got to play everything. Like, right. There's only so much in the library. Anyone have so much money. Exactly. Especially when it's at your parents' money. <laughs> like, JBA was well before I started buying my own games. Like, I think it was, well, yeah, after that was when I started paying for, like, the GameCube and everything. Yeah, the GameCube era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the GameCube era was when I started to pay my own way. But everything else was like, Mom, can I have this game? It's like, what's a golden sun toss thing in the sky, Mom? Oh! <laughs> yeah, basically, what funds do you have? M funds? Mom funds? <laughs> <laughs> it's like we can get it for your birthday dear but my birthday's like eight months away then you'll better be really patient Todd. 
<laughs> no, I was more fortunate than that. But still, like again, there was a limit to what I could do. So, but yeah, Golden Sun, excellent choice. All right, well, how about you? And do remember, Skies of Arcadia was not on a handheld. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Uh, I'm sure you do. Uh, but yeah, but um, there's actually one uh, DS game I remember fondly of, and it's actually a rhythm game. And I think many people will probably know this one. Elite Beat Agents. Oh, really? yes. Like, Elite Beat Agents? Wow. Like that one, I don't know. For some reason, that really stuck with me because I remember playing it at EB Games back in the day. And yeah, for some odd reason, that one just really stuck to me. I mean, I'm not I'm not really too much into rhythm games. I mean, yes, I played some. I mean, with Persona 4 dancing and all that. But yeah, this one beforehand, like I don't know, it really was catchy. And yes, like the fact that you have agents basically helping using the power of music and harmony to help with these uh, situations of the world, like making a movie, uh, one actually of a Christmas theme, or helping a dog get back home with like the modern takes of music back in the day is like like highway dog like i don't know for some reason it just really was it, it caught my eye it caught my ear and my eye like yeah like the um, the touch i'm not sure if the touch screen would also would translate as well because again it was very he heavily touch screen based but i can kind of see that with because with other games like hatsune miku they do like the button prompts not easy as well so but yeah elite beat agents was was that just that one game? And I know, like, yes, they probably have to deal with the license issues and all that with all the different music. But I feel like Elite Beat Age is definitely that one series. Like, you gotta, like, just because it's at absurd, at the same time, it's just catchy just because it is a rhythm game. So, yeah, Elite Beat Agents, just see the wackiness of it all, but in a rhythm game, like, sure, why not? I, I, I would definitely like to see people like play that uh, game, even though rhythm games are kind of fairly niche. Yeah, I uh, actually really like the aesthetic of Elite Beat Agents, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it was very I, stylish. I remember when that game came out. I, I did not play it. Um, also, I just realized uh, apparently it was Blazing Blade, not Blazing Sword. Whatever. So semantics, semantics. Uh, also, it was. I think I was thinking about Voltron Four and Blazing Sword. Anyway, um, really, no Voltron fans here. Fine. Hooray! Yeah, there you go. Voltron, <laughs> Defender of the Universe. Uh, I remember Elite Beat Agents. I, I remember X-Play gave that like a 5 out of 5 if I recall correctly. They, they, had, they had a lot of fun with that game, which is not a bad thing. I do want to point out one thing, though. The Elite Beat Agents were part of the Grinch leak that Tyler fully supported, and he <laughs> seemed to not have a problem with the idea of the Elite Beat Agents being in Smash Brothers, even though I told him there is no way that the Elite Beat Agents were going to be in Smash Brothers. He's like, no, Todd, this leak is totally real. We're going to get the Elite Beat Agents. We did not get the Elite Beat Agents. They weren't even a, they weren't even a assist trophy, Tyler. Do you hear me, Tyler? Out there in the Shatterverse, you're, you, you did not get the Elite Beat Agents in Smash Brothers. So, ha! <laughs> But given the Switch and, like, the, the Joy-Cons, I'm sure you could, like, have some fun with the Joy-Con movements and everything. So, yeah, I could see that getting a remake or, like, a full-on sequel even. Right, right. I mean, again, we are getting Samba de Amigo again here on Switch, if I recall correctly. So. There you go. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, you, you never know. You never know. All right, my turn. Let's, let's, do, a, let's do Game Boy Color Best Games. Because there, there were quite a few. Oh, oh, okay. Actually, I, I got one right now. Uh, Legend of Zelda, Oracle of Agents and Seasons. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. That, that could totally be another two-for-one special. 
you know, because they were they were they were both being by Capcom, so you could get Capcom on it. You know, then they'll actually have something to show at their showcase. Zing. <laughs> I regret nothing. But uh, those games, oh my gosh, those games were like so influential. They were they felt perfectly Zelda, and yet they were their own thing with the with the time mechanic and the seasonal mechanic and whatever. Uh, oh, also the original Rayman was on Game Boy Color. That's that's pretty cool. <laughs> so there you go, a Rayman remake. Why not? Uh. I'm literally looking through a uh, best Game Boy Color games guide to see, just to see where uh, <laughs> Zelda is on here. Uh, ooh, Yu-Gi-Oh! That was a good one. Um, ooh, Harvest Moon. There you go. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I, I don't think we get Harvest Moon though because of you know reasons. But I wonder what those reasons could be. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder what those reasons could be. I, I don't know what you mean. But yes. Uh, Wait, there's a Dragon Ball title? Oh my god. And uh, really card game. Chain of Memories. <laughs> oh, oh, Chain of Memories. Oh, Chain of Memories. Well, technically, they already did get a remake, though. So that's already. Yeah, the, okay, that was okay, the yeah, PS2 yeah, yeah. remake. But I mean, I wouldn't mind another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want my Kingdom Hearts 3 on Switch. How about that? Um, right. No, <laughs> the Seasons and Ages were like iconic. They were so good. And having seeing them in HD. You know, even like if they did uh like Link's Awakening style, uh the the remake Link's Awakening style, like that could they Oh could yeah, really, yeah. Yeah. That could that could totally be fun. And again, just do a two for one pack and just have a ball. Yeah. That would be so cool. Holy crap, they had Metal Gear Solid on Game Boy Color. Are you kidding me? Like really? Wow. I never played it on Game I, Boy Color. There you go. There we go. Uh Seasons, oh my gosh, on this list that they had, Nintendo Life did, they put Seasons and Ages at number three and number two. That's impressive. They put that <laughs> over Pokemon. Wow. Dang. Crystal was number four. Totally agree with that. So, but yeah, those two would totally work with a remake. And it would get the, you keep the top down aesthetic. You basically keep most things the same, but you add more animated cutscenes. You add, you know, HD, you know, chibi style graphics like with Link's Awakening. And you just allowed people to replay this beloved adventure. So why not? All right, Scott. Alrighty. So I guess if we're going the Game Boy Color route still, I would like to see a either Pokemon card game remake Oof. or a Dragon Ball Z card game remake. <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. There was a Pokemon. Sorry. There was a uh, Dragon Ball card game? Yes, there was. And it was Holy. on the Game Boy Color. Holy crap! There was also the Supersonic... Not Supersonic. Uh, it was called something else. There was like a Super Warriors one before they did Supersonic Warriors. Wow. Uh. Because I'm the person who likes Dragon Ball Z games. This <laughs> way too much. So I had all the Dragon Ball Z games on Game Boy. Because <laughs> so I remember they had two specific ones on the Game Boy Color. One was based off of like the like Japanese Super Nintendo games that were all like card oriented, but they were like turn-based fighters. And then they had the actual traditional Dragon Ball card game video game on it, which I also played, but I was terrible at it. So I didn't get very far. Mm. <laughs> I was much better at the Pokemon card game, but that's because I actually played the Pokemon card game with people. Yeah, I tried to. My I only had certain friends who had the game. So ah. I only got to play with certain people, and I I tried like I did like custom decks with like unique names. It was great. Like I had one called the Colorless Island, which was colorless and grass type. And <laughs> I, I was like, 
I was so proud of that one. And I was like, hey, mom, like, what, what name sounds better, this or this? And she goes, uh, that one. So I'm like, great, thank you. <laughs> that was my childhood. Also, someone stole my copy of Pokemon trading card game, and he would never admit it, even though it was really obvious it was him. Because <laughs> I lent him the game, and he never gave it back. Dick. How dare. How dare. So I had to get it again and start all over. But uh, I totally would be up for a remake, but it, I want it to be with like the modern cards. Yes, absolutely. Mm. We want to get all the Z cards on there, too. Exactly. Like this is the perfect opportunity for those like, but I don't know how to play the Pokemon card game. Well, here you go. Here's a modern version. And we know that people would buy this game because look at Poke uh, sorry, Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. Yeah, that went huge. Yeah, I mean yes, that was free to play, but you know, even if they just put as much detail as the Yu-Gi-Oh! game did, like that will totally bring people to the table. And then literally bring people to the table. <laughs> Yeah. Also, Faith has been buying uh po this is not an insult, but she's been buying Pokemon cards at the Wazoo. Uh, yep, yep, she's addicted. That might help her not do it. <laughs> that <laughs> and, she'll, and she'll actually learn how to play, and then all of a sudden she'll be like, "Guys, can, can do you want to come and you know play Pokemon with me?" And I'm like, "Sure." <laughs> Hope you don't mind me playing with old school cards. Like, do those even work anymore? Like, well, she literally, she was literally asking me if I knew how to play the Pokemon trading card game. I'm like. I used to know. <laughs> okay, is that uh, we old? Yeah, we oh, oh, I'm so old. I was better. I was better at Yu-Gi-Oh by far, and I played with my cousins for like a whole summer. It was great. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind a, a modern remake with the Pokemon trading card game. Yes, that I'm sure that would get a lot of people into it, both old and new. Mm -hmm. It would also get my niece into it because she's already trying to play the card game. Nice. Oh. <laughs> All right, Will, your final pick. Um, I actually gotta go with the Pokemon licensing as well, and then I, the only Game Boy Color game that I actually really ex played extensively was Pokemon Pinball. I knew and you I, were gonna say that. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. I mean, yeah, since we're all talking Pokemon here, I mean, like, yeah, might as well just make a trifecta. And yes, Pokemon Pinball was the only other game, like, really Game Boy Color game, aside from, like, uh, Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue. I played the original on a Game Boy Color. and But yeah, Pokemon uh, Pinball was... I spent so many hours on that thing. I didn't know what I was doing. I was a wee lad. I was like, okay, get into this thing, go to different tempos, like get this, try to get this Pokemon, get that Pokemon. I'd like keep the ball in play for as long as I can. And that's it. And I lost it so many hours and so many trips to many uh, like uh, trips in Manhattan. And yeah, like, I, I, like the pinball genre is definitely I don't know arguably I don't know dying or just very niche now but it decided to bring like remake Pokemon pinball again like obviously they won't do the entire universal decks like yeah put the entire Pokemon decks in this game but if they decide to do a good majority of it I can only imagine like what can you do like yes go uh you Nova all, all the different territories in Pokemon they, they could do so much with just a simple pinball table like how many Pokemon like you want to go for the 150 or 250 or like again how many Pokemon in the, in the universal decks so it's just I don't know Pokemon pinball bring pinball genre back to the, to the gaming masses and yeah why not I, I feel like it, it probably could work I mean pinball is still has an appeal I feel I too played the uh pokemon pinball like way more than i should have it was just so <laughs> simple and addictive it was like oh but are you really catching pokemon yes i really am i'm just catching them in pinball form i'm like okay like yeah let's let's do this like all right 
and and I remember the game, the sequel, and it wasn't as fun, but it was still, you know, a blast. So mm -hmm. yeah, I'm totally for that remake. Continue talking. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, what else you want to say about pinball? It's just basically like, okay, keep the wall in check, hit the dickless, hit the bumpers, go to different level cast, maybe go to Elite Four, maybe face Mewtwo, and that's it, and get the high score. I mean, it's oh, really yeah. I forgot the concept of pinball. I know it was it was a good pinball game though. It was a good pinball game. Imagine it with like HD graphics and everything. All oh, the fun we could have. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of potential out there. Now obviously we aren't gonna get all these remakes for various reasons, but nor should we, honestly, because they have they should be working on new games if 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 the opportunity arises. But that being said, it's nice to dream. <laughs> it's not it's not nice to dream. So, with that, we will end this episode of the Nintendo Entertainment Podcast. Who do, or sorry, what do you want to see remade from the handheld era of Nintendo? Do you have a specific Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, or DS title that you think would be great on the Switch or the Switch successor whenever that does come out? If so, why? Also, are you going to try and check out that extra triangle strategy chapter? Do you hope Nintendo is going to get Persona 3 reloaded? What? Uh, which one of the Illumination rumors do you want to be true? And if they aren't making a Zelda movie, who do you think could make one in animated form? Let us know in the comments below. So, for Skull Kid Scott and Wario Will, I am Triforce Tyler. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time. We are not analyzing. We made it to the end of the level. So, raise the flag. <laughs>